Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are locked on Cavaliers. Your daily podcast on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Everyone and welcome to this episode of Lockdown Cavaliers. This is a special Saturday podcast. Just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight on what's going on right now. Um, obviously, last night, J.R. Smith announced that he uh, has resigned with the team uh, via a video on the uninterrupted vertical, which obviously LeBron James owns and operates. The Cavaliers officially announced um, J.R.'s resigning today, which is pretty cool, um, and it's a pretty big moment. Before we get into some of the details, I'm going to play you the audio from JR's video, and then we'll get right back and give you guys some insight on what this deal is, what it means for the Cavs, and how we're going to cover it in the next week. Yo, what's going on? Um, this is the Smith family. Uh, we are extremely happy and proud to say that we have agreed the terms to come back to the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> a.k.a. the champs, <laughs> a.k.a. my brothers. Um, it's been a long road. Uh, I appreciate everybody sticking out with, uh, you know, through this rough patch of time. Um, I know the holdout and everything else has been long and tedious for everybody, but it's extremely uh, huge for us. Uh, we, we're happy to be a part of the Cleveland family and um, you know just want to take it one day at a time so fortunately we've got unbelievable people behind us um, clutch sports has been unbelievable my teammates have been unbelievably supportive and uh, we just want to thank y'all uh, so thank you we appreciate it oh yeah and uh, one more surprise we're having another baby So now you've heard from JR, and you know this is a four-year contract. It's a $57 million contract, as reported by a couple different places. Um, and the last year is non-guaranteed, and the overall guarantee of the deal, money-wise for JR, is $45 million. As pointed out by ESPN David Meneman, um, that means that this deal, the guarantee of this deal is worth only $500,000 less than what JR has made in the first 12 years of his career. Um, this is a very good deal for J.R. Smith. Uh, you know, he is going to get the money he feels he deserves, that the money that I think the Cavs are ultimately going to have to pay him, and he's getting kind of what he wanted here. Uh, what the, What's interesting about this, in the, if in the first kind of instance here, is just a couple hours before um, this came out, we there was a report that uh, J.R. was going to open up negotiations to other teams, uh, and then... 
in the report after by Mark Stein, who I think reported a lot of the parameters of this deal about the guarantees and stuff, the 76ers were the team that JR might have been talking to. Obviously, the Sixers tried to sign Manu Ginobili the summer away from San Antonio, and they, they have the Colangelos are in charge there now instead of Sam Hinkie. They've been trying to add more veteran players, guys that are actually good right now. Um, and JR wouldn't really fit for them. It, maybe it was a leverage thing. Um, Rich Paul is a... A guy who, you know, is good at working leverage, and the Colangelos are very good at, at relationships. Um, so it's pretty interesting that that's the way they went. So for this year, uh, this deal puts the Cavs at $128 million in payroll, 132 next year, and then 123 the season after. Um, that is an incredibly high amount of money for the team. Uh, that is a that is going to put them near or at the top of the league's highest payrolls every year. Um, they're probably going to have to pay some luxury tax. They may have to pay a repeater tax again because of this deal, but a lot of that does depend on the new CBA if that ends up uh, changing luxury taxes or anything like that. If you want a little bit more details on that, Bobby Marks, who is you can find on Twitter at BobbyMarks42, uh, tweet a little bit about this so you can kind of get some more insight into that. Um, but in the short term, I think the big thing to take away from this is that the Cavs have everybody back. J.R. Smith will play Tuesday. We don't know if he's going to start. We don't know if he what he'll look like, what kind of shape he's actually in. But this is the guy that is back with the Cavs. He's back at opening night. It didn't take up to the last minute. And remember, this is the fourth guy the Cavs have had in recent memory with dating back to LeBron's first time with Sasha Pavlovich, Anderson Verjao, Tristan Thompson last year, now Smith who had his negotiations go into October. Um, so this isn't new. Um, I know he's been he's been with the team, hanging out with them at least, so I'm pretty sure he's going to come right in and have a good rapport with these guys. It isn't going to be an issue of getting him acclimated. It might be some shape issues because, um, you know, you really depend on training camp in some ways to get in shape, but he's been working out with LeBron all summer, um, and I, I hope he's... A, you got to hope that he's at least in some kind of good shape. Um, the, the framework of this deal is pretty interesting because... Smith got four years technically. Now, it is not overwhelmingly a 100% slam dunk deal for Smith. Um, If you were him, you probably wanted those four years. Uh, You wanted to be able to get um, the kind of money that he got, but over the first, he would have liked to get those four full guaranteed deals and just make as much money as possible. Now, with the three-year guarantee and the $45 million he's going to make, that's he's getting 15 a year, um, and that is pretty good overall. That is pretty good in terms of him getting money he does deserve, and the Cavs probably are going to have to pay him. Um, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. It's a little bit more tricky than that when it comes to the taxes, but JR got paid. The Cavs came to deal with him. And there really isn't a loser in this deal. JR probably wants to, again, wants that fourth year guaranteed. He would like to get that, but it isn't the end of the world that he didn't get, you know, that full guarantee. Um, it isn't a big deal that he didn't get, you know, the everything that he wanted there. The trick with this deal, I think, is that if Smith isn't waived right after the 2018-19 season... Um, he will become a fully guaranteed deal. He will get paid the full for the $7 million, but this is a three-year deal, really. 
Um, he'll be 34 when that happens, and at that point, you know, you can bring him back cheaper or do something to bring him back, or he could walk at that point. It really depends on how it goes. Where the Cavs are at as a title contender, you know, is LeBron still here? I mean, there's just things at play there that I think are worth sort of noting. Um, but JR got paid. The Cavs got him. It's going to cost them money for sure, but... It's you're gonna have to pay this in some way. That he is getting that full amount. The the Cavs reportedly were only offering him ten to eleven million. I wonder really what was the final breaking point in getting this done. You know, was it the years? Was it the money? Was it did Jared need that fifteen? Um, did the Sixers involvement play a part in this? I'm sure we'll find out in some way. But uh, that to me is sort of the more interesting thing about this is that what actually got this done I for one was not expecting it to get done until right maybe the night before um and then JR is there but he doesn't play an opening night but he's gonna play in the last preseason games and he's going to be there um on opening night and that's a very good thing the Cavaliers have their starting shooting guard back they have the guy that is their best off-ball shooter really their most important off-ball shooter maybe besides Kevin Love and as a guy who was key in that title team last year, it's good to have it from day one. Um, it solidifies our rotation a little bit, and it just gives you the guy that everyone in the locker room loves and really helps that culture. Um, and this is just unequivocally a good thing. Uh, the money thing will be tricky down the line, but if Dan Gilbert's willing to pay it, it's kind of worth it. And now everyone on your core is locked in. Um, Kyrie, LeBron, JR, Kevin Love, Amon Shumpert. Uh, you have Channing Fry a little bit longer. Everyone that is really, really meaningful on this team right now is locked in. No one's going to hit for agency. No one's going to have to get a new deal. They are locked in on this group for the next couple of years, and that, that is worth noting in itself. A uh, couple other notes about this, so I'll just give you the quick rotation. Starting five on Big Night should be Kyrie, JR, LeBron, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. Um, all those guys are going to be... They're at a big night. They're all healthy. They're all going to be pretty fresh because they haven't all played a ton in the preseason. JR will only have played one game. Um, and everything with this team, they're, they're humming right now. They got the opening night. They're healthy. And that, that is a positive in itself. Um, Shumpert now becomes the first guy off the bench probably. If training Fry, Dunleavy, RJ, and Kay Felder looks like he's going to play some minutes. And Jordan McGray looks like he's going to play some minutes. So we'll see how that actually plays out, how, how deep this team goes. And, you know, that's kind of the big deal. That, that's really the point here. We've covered everything. JR is back, and that is what matters. They got him at a price that I think makes sense. I would give this deal an A-minus probably. I think it's maybe a tad much if you're the Cavs, but you probably had to pay it. And JR got what he really wanted, which is, you know, he's making a ton of money over these next three years. Again, only $500,000 less than what he's made over the first 12 years, first 12 years of his career. Um, he's getting the money. I mean, he... I know that people out there love Jamal Crawford, but J.R. Smith is better than Jamal Crawford at this point. He deserves to get paid like Jamal Crawford got paid this summer, and now he has. And that in itself is a good thing. Um, I'm for players getting paid and making the kind of money that they think they deserve and being able to leverage the situation for what they feel they deserve. That is a good thing. Um, so that's been this quick little Saturday podcast. Um, next week, we'll obviously be talking about J.R. Moore. We'll talk about the rotation a little bit, give us a little bit of focus. Um, again, Chops will be on to talk about something. He's writing about Rich Paul that maybe can give some insight into this. And uh, we're going to have Jacob Rosen on, hopefully, who you've heard talking about the cap before, to talk a little bit about uh, what this financially means for the team in more detail. It's uh, going to be a little complicated, and uh, we can get his take on the deal because I don't think there's anyone out there that knows the Cavs cap better than Jacob. So I'm hoping to get him on, and that'll be cool. 
So again, this has been Chris Manning. This has been Locked on Cavs. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy college football. Try not to watch the Browns because it might ruin your Sunday, and we'll talk to you on Monday.